All right, final, I don't know, like 24-ish or so uh, here on the program before we uh, hand it over to Ted Alexander, Dennis Wolf. Uh, NFC, AFC Championship games coming up this weekend. We'll uh, dive more into that tomorrow. Dwight Stevenson, by the way, uh, my fame and, of course, Pro Football Hall of Fame, Miami Dolphins Center will be with us at 4 o'clock. He's going to be in town this weekend uh, at a uh, sports card signing, so we'll talk to him about that event and also about, you know, all things football, get his take on the Dolphins situation as well. Uh, the uh, weekend features, of course, the Chiefs and Ravens, the number one scoring defense against the number two scoring defense in the NFL, as we've uh, pointed out here before. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes in his career has faced number one defenses before, as you might imagine, right? Patrick Mahomes is uh, a big-time quarterback. So, you know, how has he done against number one scoring defenses, you might ask. Patrick Mahomes. His QBR, for those of you that like the QBR, is 82. His 9-4 to TDs to picks and throwing about 339 yards per game. And here, get this. His team is averaging 32 points against the top-scoring defenses. Wow. So here's where these – there's four of the games. There's only four games. But here's when they happened. Uh, 2022, uh, week seven, he was taken on the 49ers. They put up 44 on the Niners in Santa Clara that week. That was in 2022. 2021, it was a divisional playoff round against the Bills. This was the overtime game. This is, oh, well, you let Patrick Mahomes have 13 <laughs> seconds to get in field goal range game, 42-36 yep. to 36 in that game. Uh, also in 2021, week five against the Bills, a loss, a loss for Patrick Mahomes where they were beaten 38-20. to 20, But, again, that was regular season against the Bills. And 2019, it was week 14 against the Patriots, Patrick Mahomes, and the Chiefs, a 23-16 win in New England. So that's how Patrick Mahomes has fared against the best of the best defenses. Pretty well, needless to say. Just, I mean, is that just? Do we have to keep adding accolades to Patrick Mahomes at this point? Like, yeah. is has he done anything wrong in in recent memory? Because I, I'm yeah. not really coming up with anything. So here's here's the other Patrick Mahomes in a mo- moment for you here. Uh, Patrick Mahomes as an underdog. In his career, which he is currently, right? Is that still, what, a three-point game? Am I correct saying that? Is that game still? It was last time I checked it. According to what I have in front of me, three and a half. I'm sorry, three and a half. All right. So three and a half point dog. With the Chiefs win over the Bills as an underdog, Patrick Mahomes now eight and three in his career as a dog. Uh, The best record of any Super Bowl era quarterback. He's also 2-0 in the playoff career as an underdog. Was an underdog in last year's Super Bowl as well, you might remember. And uh, Patrick Mahomes is, a, again, 727 win percentage as an underdog. Lamar Jackson, 10-5 as an underdog, but he is the favorite quarterback in this one. Nurse team is, and <laughs> you're going to love this, Jimmy Garoppolo has what? metered in this. Jimmy Garoppolo is 15-9 as an underdog. How about that? Well, he's <laughs> do the math there on how many times he's been an underdog. Yeah, quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, quite a bit compared to these guys. But anyway, I thought that was pretty shocking. And the Ravens. Um, ground game this year, you know, 160 yards. They're also getting three yards a carry per rush before even contact takes wow. place. Their offensive line blocking rate is a 73% win rate. The Chiefs, on the other hand, are only at 27%, which is 31st in the league. And that tells you what a badass Isaiah Pacheco is. Because uh-huh. when we say that guy runs through contact, I mean, he runs through a lot of contact. On a consistent basis. Now I know why he's been so angry all year. Right. No wonder he's so mad because his <laughs> body hurts like hell. So he had a toe in. He has a toe injury, right? He missed practice. Was it yesterday or today? Uh, it was today. He missed yeah. practice today, but they expect him to be fine. Yeah, I mean, he'll be fine. He'll, he'll, he's going to play in the football game, but I, I feel like he's been dealing with something all year long. Now, the Ravens, 
I, I don't know. Do we put? I mean, the Chiefs are still the Super Bowl champs. I still hold the Chiefs in high regard, even though I picked against them last week. The Ravens have been great to the tune of, say, 6-0 and against um, winning teams this year, the teams we consider the best of the best in the NFL. If you are at least three games over 500, and the Chiefs are, in this case, six games above 500, counting last week's result, um, they have won these games. Are you sitting down? Yes, you are. Yes, I am. They have won these games by an average this season of 26.2 points per game. That's ridiculous. Yes, the Ravens have smashed the competition this year. 26.2 points per game. Uh, that is the best points per game margin in those games in a single season, including playoffs. They are 6-0, and and again, 36 points, th- almost 37, 36.8 per game against the best of the best in the NFL, plus 26.2. Lamar Jackson against the best teams in the NFL this year, 13 TDs to just one pick. Wow. How are you going to make me pick a winner in this game? Put some respect in yeah. Lamar Jackson's name. It's a shame somebody's got to lose this game. I'm going to say it. Why can't this be the Super Bowl? No. We could do a what's your rank on every time oh. you've said. <laughs> I've become such a sissy in my old game. age. No. I'm just kidding. But seriously, I mean, these teams are really good. I mean, this feels like a Super Bowl game. This is how I felt as a youth, right? Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. No, we're okay. We're on the air. You can say I enjoy this your is show. Why you're as long as you're not telling me I suck on the air. This it's is okay. what happens when you're live. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice gentleman this game by enjoying the show. He didn't come by and curse me. I like these people on the text line. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, but th- this, is, um, th- this is the thing that's cool about this game because this is like these teams pl- excel against elite opponents, right? No, you're right. You're so right. We, don't, we really kind of leaves it to like a toss-up mentality uh, for this AFC championship game. It's the way I felt, you know, back in the, you know, the, that 80s stretch and 90s stretch when it was all NFC Super Bowl winners, right? Like the NFC had that silly run. It always felt like when you were watching the NFC championship game, that was the best game you were going to yeah, get. Yeah. Super Bowls ended up being these lopsided debacles. So this, the AFC has kind of flipped it now, and it almost looks that way. Although last year, clearly it was NFC's catching up, though. It feels, like, it feels like the NFC's starting to catch up a little bit. Uh, by the way, uh, somebody on the uh, text line saying, uh, adding some more um, more from this um, King Kush, think Frank Kush, that was his nickname, from Arizona State. How about that? Okay. How about that? Okay. Thank you. I like that. All right. All right, here you go. Let me give you a couple of things in the NFC real quick before we get to our, uh, our final uh, break. Talk about strength or strength. The Lions defense, 49ers defense, our uh, first – in um, per play per game, yards after contact uh, ranks this season. The Niner or the Lions are our second per play. The Niners are first per play as far as their offense is concerned. The Lions defense is second per play. So the Lions um, are had the leaders after contact in the NFC. Both of these teams do, which is insanity. So they're best teams after contact. We're talking about the physical nature of the way they play and the way they run and the way they do things. There's also these the two teams that are not afraid to actually put their quarterback under in a really awkward place. It's called under center. I know. It's Have you ever seen weird. this before? Yeah. yeah. Have you ever yeah. seen this before? It's very odd. But they'll actually run under center, which is different, right? Um, the Lions, by the way, the last win they had on the road in the playoffs was against the 49ers like five million years ago. Uh-oh. Yeah. Wait a minute, though. The, yeah. you're, you're putting the karma out there now. Yeah, I'm just saying. But it was a long, long time ago. It's, it's been a long time since we've seen that. As well. Anyway, I got a lot more of these things. We'll deal with them all tomorrow uh, with the uh, Ravens and the Chiefs and, of course, the Niners and the Detroit Lions. And 
you know, again, sh- should be two really good games. We hope they live up to the hype. It's always disappointing when you get ready for big games and they stink. And they're yeah. like, you know, and they're boring games. I mean, and that's what the Ravens have done on a couple occasions this year. These games that we pumped up, whether it was the Dolphins game or the 49er game on Christmas night, they've just come out and smashed teams uh, in these big spots this year. I don't know if they'll do that. I don't think they'll do that to the Chiefs, but, you know, the, the, you've been warned. I'm just saying. I mean, if you warned. could smash the Chiefs in the AFC championship yeah, game, to, you're yeah. doing something. Yeah, no doubt. No question. All right, 757-687-9494. The texts uh, coming in, I'm tired of the Chiefs. Go wave it. Go Ravens. All right, there you go. Tired of the Chiefs. America tires of winners, man. I know. Yeah. We tire of winners in this country. We get mad about them. And of greatness, too, by the way. I do remember as a youngster watching the NBA saying how tired I was of the Bulls and Jordan winning, and then, like, watching the two years where he went on um, the baseball world thing. I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Please yeah. bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, this is awful. I'm yeah. more interested in OJ driving uh, the Bronco <laughs> than I am in the in the uh, Rockets in the Knicks. You know what I, I mean? I know. I know. Anyway, so, yeah, please. Yeah. That was hard. So be careful what you complain about. I mean, you know, Akeem Olajuwon appreciated it. Right, no question. And, and, you know, good for him. And I liked Akeem, so I was okay with that. All right, 757-687-9494. Final segment coming up. We'll get to some what we missed items as we come to you live here from Chartway Arena, uh, including thoughts on tonight's ODU uh, James Madison game here. Scott Jackson, Show Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We are brought to you by Larry King Law. The Scott Jackson Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. All right, uh, we are heading down the home stretch here. Uh, what we missed, we'll hand it off to Ted Alexander and Dennis Wolf here in a few moments. Uh, news uh, from the Jim Harbaugh front as the uh, watch continues. No smoke coming out of the chimney yet, either in Ann Arbor or in uh, Los Angeles with the Chargers or Arizona for that matter. But according to Ian Rappaport, uh, Jim Harbaugh met with the Chargers yesterday. He is going to meet with the Falcons tomorrow despite some information or rumorage that he was not going to be doing so. but So that's still on. And obviously no job yet for, for Harps. I, mean, I guess he still has a job. He's still the coach at Michigan until he isn't, right? <laughs> is he, though? Well, <laughs> is he, though? I don't know. Is this just the annual I got to feel loved you know, tour, or is this really, hey, I'm getting the hell out of coaching? Well, he usually obviously, only does one. Remains to be seen, yeah. It feels like this is the time. And, again, why not go out on the highest of highs winning a national title? But yeah. Again, until he's gone, he's still there. All right. Um, by the way, uh, the ACC has unveiled their full 17-team uh, schedule today. And if you weren't with us back uh, in the 4 o'clock hour, the um, Hokies and the Monarchs will play in week three here at uh, at uh, SB Ballard Stadium. There was, um, I don't know, some rumors. I never did it on the radio. A lot of people reached out to me about it. I, I didn't talk about it on the air because I – didn't believe it was true yet that there was going to be a breakup, and there wasn't and there isn't. So the series continues with the Monarchs and the Hokies, and again, they are on the week three part of the Virginia Tech schedule. The Virginia Tech opens the season with Vanderbilt, Marshall, then Old Dominion, followed by Rutgers, Miami, Stanford, Open Date, Boston College, Georgia Tech, Syracuse, Clemson, Open Date, Duke, and Virginia. So no Florida State this year, which is good news <laughs> for Virginia well, and Tech. Tech lost to Marshall last year, if, I'm, if no, I remember No, you're 100% right. They did. They did, in fact, lose to Marshall. Remember how they struggled early. Came on late. 
but definitely struggled early. So anyway, all the uh, ACC schedules out there for your consumption if you choose to go find them. And I would imagine we'll be getting the ODU's full schedule that Wood Sealy kind of verbally ran through it with us earlier. So. It's, usually, it's usually beginning of February where you get that schedule. Yeah, so. so and again, renewals and all that stuff are out there for people that uh, are, are season ticket holders or want to be as well. All right, so thanks for that. Um, one other item before we uh, get some thoughts here on tonight's game here in the Royal Rivalry with the uh, Dukes and the Monarchs. Um, the, uh, the conversation we are just having earlier about what's going on with these two title games. Now I'm seeing uh, th- today Lamar Jackson referred to this meeting with Patrick Mahomes as something like a heavyweight fight. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I'm not, like, competing against him at all. He's a, he's a great quarterback. He's a Hall of Famer. It's a no-brainer. I believe it's just two greats up against greats just going toe-to-toe like a heavyweight fight. But there is something to be said. Look, I, I know what he's saying, right? I, I agree with him that you can't always be like, oh, it's like quarterback versus quarterback. But in a sense, you know, th- when you're playing against Mahomes, you better understand that you might have to keep up, right? Like you're going to have to keep oh, up. Oh, yeah. In, in, oh, yeah. And we also, as you look back in further review after the Josh Allen performance, you know, trying to make that big kill shot play when he did as opposed to, you know, just taking what the old defense gave you. Moment at that point, you know, maybe there is a little bit to that, you know, part of it like, hey, when you are competing against – an all-time great, or a guy who's, you know, Super Bowl MVP, league MVP over the years, that, you know, there is that little itch like, I, I could do this. Or, guy that's you know, beaten you before yeah, in dramatic fashion. Right, yeah. you, you're trying to do too much. So, you know, Lamar Jackson is right, but also probably at some point in this game where if the if the Chiefs put pressure on him, he's going to have to push the envelope a little mm-hmm. bit. There is a little bit of that as well. All right, so what do you, uh, Madison, tonight, they're uh, – was not it was not a very good game first time around uh, for ODU. Madison came out and stormed them, uh, just killing it at the three point line in that night. And this is a team that is usually pretty comfortable shooting the ball here at uh, Chartway Arena. But tonight, I mean, again, I say the same thing every night: share the basketball, move the basketball, and don't you know don't give up on defense. I mean, this team's not going to rebound great on all nights because of the size in part. But a lot of rebounding these days with long rebounds is hustling. It's just yeah. working harder. Yeah. No, anticipation. I mean, just, you know, being locked in. And, th- and this is the thing that, that drives you crazy about this group because they have moments where they can play with anybody and do anything, but then they just get unfocused for stretches, and it's terrible. And it goes everywhere. Now, the other night, I just don't think it was a great level of compete against ULM, and it was a bad matchup, too, because they were bigger, and they used it to their advantage, and they really, really uh, did a nice job with their size. But. You know, tonight, you know, Madison, you, they can run on Madison. They've done it in the past. You, you can get out and go on them if you rebound. But you can't let J.B. Bickerstaff and, um, you know, that group just kill you on the boards like they, they can. And last time they were pretty even rebounding-wise for the most part. But ODU was a miserable, like, 4 of 22 from 3. Yeah, I can't have that. Yeah, and they, they got to take good shots. They got to take good shots. Trust each other, man. You know, yep. that's that's part yep. of it. Trust each other. Yeah. I'll be uh, curious to see what kind of effort. Because it was not – I mean, if you left here Saturday, oof, it was not a good feeling at all after that game. They've got to uh, – got to at least show some more fight tonight and more, uh, more competition and just, you know, a little bit more of a give-a-damn, just to put it into real technical terms. <laughs> let this, put let, real let this be the lighter fluid for the rest of the season, man. Because so, I think it's let be, tonight be it. Yeah, because I mean, this is a good house tonight. I mean, this is a lot of people here, and some wear purple. Let's be real. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, there's a lot of that. I mean, I got a lot of friends that got kids that you know they, they went here, and their kids went go there. So you got a little bit of that going. The in, and then in-house rivalries and all those kind of things. We all know somebody. Yeah, that you went know, to Madison. Exactly. So you got to be. Uh, 
you got to be expected this will be a good place, and you got to make sure they stay on your side and behind you tonight. But you got to give them a reason to too. So no I don't I don't blame fans if they don't you know get crazy if you're not playing well. I don't I don't blame them for that. That's on the team's got to create the energy for the fans out here tonight. All right, uh, a couple other items before we um, close it out here. Nick Sirianni um, saying that um, he vows to reprove himself after the 10-1 and start in the collapse this year in the firing uh, with the two coordinators. And speculation about his job security, of course, did follow. But as the meeting with CEO Jeffrey Loria, he has described everything as business as usual. And he that says, might not be a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because in my mind, you better be believe I'm thinking, how do I reprove myself? I was a young coach, then Mr. Lurie and Howie. Oh, he had to do Mr. Lurie. I hate that. Uh, I trusted to give the job to. I had to prove myself to this, that this guy can lead the organization like they asked me to, and I have to prove myself from then. Did I have to sell my vision to Lurie? No, because it was business as usual. But you better believe I'm thinking about that one and six finish, that I'm going to prove them right again. So there you All go. Right. So he was not singing for his supper as some people had speculated he might have to do. So that's good news. All right, thanks to uh, Wood Sealing for jumping on with us today. Again, Dwight Stevenson, the Hall of Famer, will be with us tomorrow, former Miami Dolphins, uh, Hampton High School product. Uh, we will talk to him about uh, the Dolphins, all things NFL playoffs, uh, with you tomorrow as well. All right, thanks to our, our guy Derek for making it happen out here. Well done, Promotions as always. team, a man who uh, got it all set up for us. Thanks to everybody who uh, tuned in, all you who joined the old What's Your Rank fun. We appreciate it. And someday we'll go down to an even deeper dive on the bowling topic. Eh, probably not, but anyway, <laughs> fun thought. All right, for James Witham, Scott Jackson saying so long. That'll do it here from Chartway Arena back in studio tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Thanks for joining us here on the Scott Jackson Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1, represented by Larry King Law. Injured in an accident? Call 757-INJURED, 757-INJURED. Good night. <laughs>